Hey, did you hear about the EU? No. What? They built a metaverse and only six people showed up. What dumbasses? Yeah. Also, did you hear about Starbucks? <laughs> Everyone will be creating their own digital character in the metaverse and telling stories with them. In this episode, we're going to get into lore and storytelling and how and why you might want to be paying attention to this. What's up, guys? My name is Atlas Theory here with my co-host, Archetype. Uh, this is the Metaverse Podcast. Welcome. Archetype, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. Uh, it's been a little while since we recorded, so I'm excited to get back into this. Dude, it's cool. me too. Now, I know that you have been paying close attention to the news out here in the in the metaverse. Can you tell us uh, some quick drops of some new things happening around the world? Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> I was reading just a couple of stories uh, this morning, actually, and one in particular made me laugh. Um, it was the EU. They have a <laughs> special branch um, dedicated to creating a metaverse, which they paid 397,000 euros for. Damn. And six people showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Six? That's it? Um, six? Just six. And then I think a lot of people just left after oh, the first no. <laughs> And then it was just one guy. It was all by himself. <laughs> wow, money well spent, post. right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you heard anything? Right of... idea. <laughs> what? But wrong. Right idea, but wrong demographic. Yeah, wrong <laughs> demographic. Maybe wrong execution. Um, yeah. Dang, dude. What else is going on? Yeah. Uh, I saw that Starbucks um, have come out with their version of NFTs, which mm. is a positive, but um, yeah, I don't know. It, it it seems okay. It seems like a step in the right direction, but uh, they've got these collectible journey stamps, which oh. um, they're using the terminology instead of uh, NFTs. Um, and yeah, it's just purely like a collectible thing. There's no reward points or anything that go with it. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that gets adopted. Yeah. I'd pick some up. I think, you know, it's such a big brand going into like the metaverse. Um, it'd be cool to have some of those original NFTs kind of stowed away. Yeah. It would be interesting to see like what network they go on Yeah, and whether or not you can buy and sell and trade them. That's true. I'd be, I'd jump to whichever one it is. Not fully love my Solana, but <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's good to see, um, yeah, it's good to see coffee brand doing something in that space. That is, you know that what is true. That is very true. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I, I mean, like to see more. I'm just excited, you know, for hmm. for all things, you know, uh, <laughs> coffee in this space. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so are we get into our uh, topic for this week. Yes, let's do it. I've been excited about this one, man. Um, I wanted to cover this like previous episodes, but we've been building, Yeah, we've been sort of establishing a base and now we're, uh, we're ready to get into some really cool topics like this one. I, 
dude, I've enjoyed this building. And like, for those of you um, watching, a lot will be revealed um, going into that this next year. But it's really brought back my roots in a lot of cases because I had started in film school um, and a lot of that was script writing. So playing around with that again and then also mixing that with some of these Web3 tools, some of these AI tools, it just speeds up the process, dude. You're just like going oh, yeah. <laughs> full steam ahead. It's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm similar, man. Like I had no uh, previous experience to any of this uh, sort of storytelling or anything like that. Um, and so when I first got into it, uh, I, I had no idea what I was doing, <laughs> how to do it, what tools to use. Mm -hmm. um, but there's so much available now. Uh, I want to, yeah, I want to, I want to probably play this out. Like, so you're the, I would say expert in, in lore and storytelling and I'm a bit of a noob. So what I'd like to do is, uh, come at it with that approach and ask you questions sure. and hopefully like the listeners uh, are in a similar situation to myself where they're wondering like why is it important and we're just going to run through that and then eventually we'll get to like what tools and and what is available uh, so why don't we start there sounds great yeah let's get into it yeah so why 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 is everybody going to be creating a character with storyline why do you think that that's the thing that people are going to be doing because we love ourselves <laughs> i mean <and> there, <laughs> that sounds bad but there is like a hint of truth um i'm gonna just go off with something um that exploded this week which was um an ai app where you could pay to generate images of yourself and that exploded even to the people who aren't even mm -hmm. involved in anything metaverse. Um, you know, I yeah. saw all over Facebook, Facebook, yes. you know? Yes. That's where I saw it too. Yeah. Dude. And that was, I think a proof of concept to me that, you mm -hmm. know, that's just the first hint of what we will do and what we will become. Um, and that's really what the, what the metaverse is like growing up, um, at least like in my family, I know many other families as well. Like your parents would ask you what you wanted to be when you grew up and they would end usually with an encouragement of you could be anything you want to be. We know that's not true Yeah. until now, <laughs> you know, you can literally create your digital self to be anything, to want anything. And you can build story around them that, you know, either you just enjoy yourself within your smart circle of friends or put out content to the world. Um, so I really do think like it all starts with that digital character. And mm, yeah, I agree, man. You look at like Instagram, Facebook, everybody is curating this like best version of themselves. Mm. And like you said, like they're not even, you know, looking at the metaverse space and then all of a sudden, like, it's just blown up. Um, so, yeah, to me, like, it's like, yeah, they don't know, like, what we have been exploring with all this metaverse and AI stuff. These are people that are, like, it's not even on their radar. But as soon as it's offered to them, they're like, yes, we want this. Mm -hmm. um, 
because it's just another way that they can sort of, yeah, curate this perfect version of themselves, really. Oh, yeah. No, it's so cool. Um, and, I mean, I guess we could play this out in many, many different directions now. Um, we could touch on, like, writing or lore for the personal character, writing or lore for maybe a Web3 company. Um, but I think that let's just start here. So we have our digital selves, right? Um, hmm. Let's let's play around. So we have um, digital atlas theory, right? Um, I'm going to place him in this virtual world that I've already decided is called Omarna City, right? Um, and now I can build stories. Like, who is he? Does he have a family? You know, did he lose them in a tragic accident? You know, and all these things can play out to an audience. Um, but it's almost as if role-playing becomes a major part in, like, in the future. And this isn't, like, rolling dice D&D, yeah. but it's very, very, like, close, you know, to that aspect. Um, and you can go as deep as you want down to, like, the buildings in your city, the people who live there so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. If you want to do it more like on a high level of like the Facebook picture, you know, um, yeah. yeah, you could just go on and there's going to be just uh, pure digital creators who have green screens in their room and their lore or their storyline is, hey, I went to Paris this week and their digital characters in a pose in front of the green screen, but digitally they change it out to the metaverse setting, you know, and yeah. there'll be whole Instagram pages like there are now, but you don't have to go anywhere. You just have yeah. a green screen. So like there's storytelling on yeah. that level as well. Um, just, just for the viewers who might not be as like deep into like the story writing, you're telling a story either mm -hmm. way uh, with how you represent yourself yeah. and the things um, and the text that you post when you post these pictures and images and videos. Mm -hmm. So like it might not necessarily be people thinking like when we say, Oh, everyone's going to be writing like a story and lore about themselves. It might not be that they're sitting down and writing like a full novel, mm. but they might be doing it in like slow increments. Like you say, like small little posts and they're building this storyline up, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I think that that's a little bit more, understandable of how people would approach it because they might not have the time or they might not think that they have the skills to, to go through and like write a full story to start with. Mm. They might just be sort of building as they go, I guess. Yeah, I think so. And like passion might come in into this as well, because you have your digital representation and you probably have a hobby or two, right? And, those hobbies, I think, will eventually all be represented digitally. So not only are you like a digital content creator, but now you're a digital tennis content creator and you're like playing on these courts and these virtual planets, right? And like, yeah, just think of all like the the sections that branch out from here. Like you could be a trainer in the metaverse, you know, um, you yeah. could just build out a, a, like a literally like fiction story about this metaverse person or you who 
trained so hard and they finally made it as like a tennis person or you could literally just make how-to hmm. videos like for like real you know it's <laughs> so it's yeah. so weird you can go so many different directions yeah mm -hmm. i, I kind of think of it like it's that network effect like once people start doing it everybody starts doing it and you you kind of see that on different social platforms like even twitter like it went from everyone using like their kind of their real name and mm. And profile picture because they've just transferred from something traditional like Facebook, and then <clears throat> all of a sudden everyone's using like PFPs, like yeah. profile pictures, like an alternative name, that sort of thing. <laughs> and I think that that's what we're gonna see is when you're just like the normal dude <laughs> with no background story and no nothing. Yeah, there's gonna be those people, but it's kind of boring. Like you know, if you're wanting to get followers and you're wanting to sort of build an audience, um, which everyone does to some degree, mm -hmm. like they're going to want to step into that world of yeah. creating some sort of substance behind that character. Right. I think that there will be, yeah, like I've said, many different groups, there's going to be the people who want to like remain who they are in the real world and have, um, these digital add-ons, collectibles, wearables, that give them clout because they value, mm. you know, the opinions of, of, of the people around them. Then there's going to be maybe like somewhere in, in the middle that is like, okay, well, this is interesting. Um, I am now going to represent myself by my username or gamer tag or, you know, where, so it'll be like these content creators we have now, um, you know, that have these shortened or, you know, purely made up names. Um, and yeah. they'll get to build a little bit more of a character on top of them and how they represent that character. Yeah. And then there's going to be us. I think people like you and I who are going to create entire brands and episodic content and, you know, pure like works of fiction and writing and visuals that, you know, really tried to capture an audience. So you're going to have so many mm. cool freaking layers, you know, <laughs> to this, uh, but yeah. it's coming and you need to be prepared for it on some level, at least asking yourself that question of like how you want to represent yourself, your digital self. Yeah. I, I feel like uh, people need, an identity mm. and you've seen like you've seen that like in today's society <laughs> mm. quite a lot like people have to pick a side people have to um, pick a group it's like you can't just sit in the middle or you're someone will put you in a group <laughs> right. or in a classification kind of thing um but i watched like a, a crazy documentary um about this and like the human mind and social behavior mm. and like even in like some cultures, like for example, Japan, they were talking about, you know, identity is such a big thing. It runs in the culture. Mm -hmm. And so there was like people that identify as a particular like group to sort of have an identity. And they even had people that were like living in the city, but they would choose to be this like surfer dude mm. and only like shop at like a certain brand like a clothing store uh only wear like sort of board shorts and like surfer type apparel 
even to the point of like walking around with like a surfboard or something just so that they had this identity as a surfer (laughs) in the (laughs) city. Um, Like that was specific to um, this documentary I was watching in Japan, but I feel like that's applicable to everybody, like to some degree, like different, differing levels, Mm -hmm. but everybody has to sort of have this identity. They, they feel like they need to broadcast, which is really, really strange. Mm. Um, really interesting. Dude, it's, it's so cool. Cause like we'll get to see more of like, and I use this term incorrectly, but more of like a, a physical representation but digitally, you know, you're, you're getting what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. but like, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we've seen communities around the world, like, um, you know, let's just say conventions, these people who do cosplay, um, I've done it in the past mm-hmm. here and there. Um, we're longing for, you know, ways to show the things we value and like, yeah, putting ourselves out there to form community like you're saying you know so once we get to do that on a huge scale it's going to be very very awesome to just be walking down a metaverse road and run into um, another pokemon trainer you know and you know you guys can just talk because you're in that community you know so it's giving you a home as well Mm mm-hmm and that's going to be the first yeah, thing people go to when there's a massive metaverse. They're going to need a small piece of home. And those are the people that they're going to connect with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like when you see, um, what do they call it? Ghetto is not the right word, <laughs> <laughs> but in a city where like, it's kind of the right word. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in a city, there's different cultures that sort of culminate together. Mm-hmm. And that's understandable. Like even when I was living overseas, um, you would find the people that, you know, were sort of closely representing your culture and your thing. And you would go and either live in that same area or hang out together. Um, and so, yeah, like, I think that that's going to be the same. Like you said, with the metaverse, you're going to find that little home where people are like-minded and share the same ideas. Um, but that's kind of cool, right? Like, what do we have at the moment? We have this one meeting place <laughs> and social media where all these people with differing ideas just are at each other with differing opinions yeah. and having uh, a 3D virtual space where you can go into an environment that, yeah, maybe it's an echo chamber of your own sort of thoughts and, and values, but is there going to be less friction is there going to be less you know <laughs> arguments <laughs> it seems that way right it does i mean judging off of like the current um nft twitter let's just say um mm. it's just so easy to connect you know and but if there is a rival nft collection you it's it's not like you call them out right away either. Like you can engage with them, mm. you know? Um, yeah. But it, it's cool to see like, you know, a star, let's just say a star Atlas PFP, you know, on your timeline, you're more likely to like that, you know, yeah. and you're more likely to yeah. engage. So, yeah. 
crazy. <laughs> I, I'm interested in like storylines yeah. intertwining with other people's storylines. Yeah. Like if I, for example, create uh, a character and it's tied up in some sort of futuristic timeline of space travel and, hmm. you know, I have the option of weaving that into a particular metaverse um, that might, that I might spend a lot of time in. Um, and then also like intertwining that with different characters or different other people's characters or other people's businesses. Like we've seen that already with what we've been doing with characters, mm. uh, in the metaverse. Um, for example, the bounty bar, Yeah. uh, you know, like I've, I've weaved my storyline <clears throat> with parts of that involved mm. and it will be interesting to see when people start intertwining their storyline with other people's characters and storyline. Yeah, I agree. Like, um, you know, to your, exactly what you're saying, like before the metaverse, there's going to be an interesting tipping point that I'll get into, but like before the metaverse, we get to collaborate and work and um, yeah, intertwine story. And I think that's, of course, super powerful because it is the age old collaboration and that just like boosts, boosts both parties, gives them more validation or more, uh, I'm, I'm spacing the term right now, but it really like adds a level of depth to what they're doing, right? When there's these interweaving of stories. Now, when there is, and I, I know that you and I both kind of have the philosophy that like the metaverse is already here. But in this context, mm. I'm speaking of a persistent virtual world that we enter. When that comes, mm. we live out stories in real time. And that's when it like gets yeah. you know super interesting. We're no longer like someone creating, we're someone living. And I know that's already happening, like we always talk about like proof of concept stuff. That's already happening in the GTA community. Like there's so many live streamers that just role play like a policeman who's a policeman and does like the duties mm. of a policeman every single day. Yeah. Yeah. So like yeah. that on a metaverse level is crazy. Now ima imagine that he takes that picture of that police character and that's him on Facebook and on Twitter and on this. And it's like, Oh damn, it's oh. officer Bob. Like that dude's awesome. Like, you know, <laughs> even if you don't really play along, Reverses. maybe you got pulled over from it yeah. or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like reversing that process, isn't it? Yeah. Like instead of going from human character into the metaverse, you're going backwards. Like, yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Oh, man. I feel like um, people will input whatever you put in front of them mm. in, in respect to, like, setting up a character in a metaverse. Like, if you have a look at Facebook, I know this isn't for everybody, but Facebook, man, like, go to your profile, edit profile. Oh, name. It wants a name. Oh, like bio. Let's put a bio in here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, date of birth, like where you went to school, like all this information. And I think before we were wise up on privacy, we just went and like put everything in. Right. Um, but then like, okay, so talk about like a metaverse and, and you're going to have an avatar 
depending on the on the the metaverse or like the the platform that you enter as soon as you're given an option to like change the hair color the the clothing people spend like a good amount of time like they'll spend like i think i saw one study it was like at least an hour creating their character Mm -hmm. and this is when you first sign up and you all you were doing was just signing up to check this thing out and then next minute you spend an hour like creating your little (laughs) avatar and everything like that exactly so (laughs) give people the option of like inputting like a war story Mm -hmm. they're going to start thinking about it right like they are if that's part of the sign up option yeah in creating your character and changing all the clothes and then all of a sudden they're looking at this cool character with all their like cool jacket and hairstyle Mm -hmm. they're going to start thinking like yeah what's the backstory to this character they're going to put more thought into it exactly and it'll be cool if there is a lore section because i think like I think some people are just like, hey, I'll make a cool looking character. But then there are like role players. And I think this will just expand. Um, I'll just say like myself, when I play Skyrim, I do spend about an hour ish creating my character. And if I have a scar, I've thought of why I've had a scar, you know, or a certain type of clothes or why I'm like skinny or um, heavier or, you know, so on and so forth. And I get to like take that character and make decisions in the game um mm. based off of how i built yeah yeah so, yeah i think you're right on the money yeah, there. that's interesting <laughs> yeah that's cool man um so i guess probably the next step i'd like to see is like well talk to you about is like what tools are available mm. um but maybe that's another conversation might be what do you think yeah i think we could go pretty in depth there because there's a lot of web two tools that um we can talk about um and then Mm -hmm. some new cool web three ones and ai that could be pretty much a whole conversation on how to write out this lore but maybe we give like just a little bit of a of a teaser we've kind of explained like why but yeah Mm -hmm. i know we said at the beginning how but we can make that a full little episode um if you guys would like to get started beforehand reach out to us we can give you like the names of these tools um yeah yeah, for sure but off the top of my head i'm going to just say real fast the leading uh world builder from web 2 has been world anvil but i'll get more into that and how i think that could um change or carry over into web 3 yeah yeah cool man um let's let's say that for the next one i'm excited man yeah me too like this is building to something pretty big um as far as like what people are going to be able to do and i think that for those listening we should at the end of this have like a little bit of a a competition to see see what people create i think that could be fun as well that'd be awesome yeah we should hold some kind of contest i don't know what the prize should be but maybe we have like a a uh profile kind of creator like you were talking about with like a little lore section so like yeah your visual of your character your name your backstory everything submit them and then maybe we just have some kind of vote and yeah that'd be fun yeah it'll meta yeah i think so the, uh, project <laughs> cool cool man well uh let's do this next one we'll give people the tools and then once they've got the tools we'll uh we'll see what they come up with and what they create perfect see you then Mm. well that guys there you go 
a little bit into the how and why, mainly the why, you will be creating a virtual character in the metaverse. Exciting stuff. Start thinking about how you want to be represented in this digital age. Some cool things. If you enjoyed this talk, guys, hit that like button. Subscribe wherever you're watching or listening, as well as leave us a review if you're on one of those podcast sites. We would really appreciate it. Uh, But this is Atlas Mm. Theory here with my co-host, R-Type, and we'll see you guys next time so we can get you guys metaversed. (laughs) Oh! <laughs>